Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast Monday through Friday where we encourage you to listen in wherever you're at and hear the Word of God and the truth preached. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and this week we're airing a message entitled Keeping Focus. If you would like to hear this message again or any other message from Treasure Valley Baptist Church, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Notice verse 13, he says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. He said, I haven't achieved these things yet. I don't count myself to have apprehended. But he says, this one thing I do, there's that single-mindedness again, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Boy, so often we get tripped up. We get tripped up trying to walk into the future facing backwards because our focus is on things that already happened, either in the positive or the negative. And then he says in verse 14, I press toward the mark, the mark, there's the bullseye, the mark, there's the target for the prize of the high calling of God. And here we go again in Christ Jesus singular focus so i ask you this morning are you casting away your care or your confidence because that's going to make the difference as to whether we can keep our focus on christ or not he says casting all your care upon him for he careth for you now a lot of times we know god is able we know god is able we know god look folks if god created the entire universe including man in six 24-hour periods, do you really think there's anything in your life you can't handle? I mean, can, I mean, if you really think there's something in your life he can't handle, talk to me about it after the service in light of his creative powers. Uh, the parting of the Red Sea, the feeding of the thousands, uh, raising people from the dead, uh, making the blind to see again and the deaf to hear. We know he's able but sometimes we question whether he's willing. We question whether he's willing. I, I'm not a big daredevil. I'm not a big daredevil. I, I like to snow ski. I've seen people that snow ski that, and, and, and back when I was hardcore about it in my 30s, uh, they wouldn't let you do jumps and stuff because they were worried about liability at the ski resort. So the, the uh, ski patrol would knock those things down. Now they build them for them. Uh, maybe one of you lawyers could explain this to me later, but it seems the liability has changed or something. And man, these kids on snowboards and skis, you know, they hit these ramps and they're flipping around and all that stuff. And, you know, they're really athletic. But, man, if you're 15 feet in the air and you land straight on your head, the law of averages say, it says you will eventually. There are some laws of physics involved there. And, and you know, so I'm not a big daredevil. But I remember a number of years ago, speaking of high school camp, it was a summer high school camp, and uh, one of the activities we had was rappelling. And I remember the first year we did it, I'd never rappelled before. I'd just seen pictures of uh, soldiers rappelling off the side of a rock and kicking way out there and sliding down. And, and it looked pretty exciting, but it wasn't anything I said to myself, man, I, I wish I could do that. And sure enough, here we are, we got an activity for rappelling. So I thought, well, I, I got to go. You know, I'm not going to have any of these kids say to me, hey, how come you didn't go rappelling? And have to say, oh, I'm scared. 
So I went. And I would say we were 100 feet in the air anyways. I don't know if it was 125 or 95, but it was 100, it was 100 feet, give or take. And we got up there. And man, I remember when we got up there, sitting on that big rock right near that ledge. I remember looking over that ledge and there was a road down there. And all the cars looked like little matchbox cars. And all the people looked like little dots down there. And, and, the, and the breeze is blowing, and I'm wearing this helmet, and I'm thinking, if I fall that far, this little brain bucket isn't going to do anything. You know, they'll pry that thing off of my dead head. And so we're sitting there, and the guy's instructing us how we're going to do this and how we're going to do that. And, and, and to be honest with you, he, he didn't... I don't know, did you ever meet one of those outdoorsy type of people that look like they were a throwback from the Vietnam protests and a lot of LSD and a Volkswagen van? And, 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 he, and he had that whole way about him, even the way he talked, woo, you know. And he had a dog in a tuxedo wearing a pair of glasses. And his name was Herbie or something. I, I know, just the whole thing just didn't, it just didn't, exude confidence but he's explaining how this all works and I thought well he's the guy we hired he does this for a living and okay and I remember a couple of the, the gung-ho guys that you know they went first they they got there and ready aim fired they leaned back and went on down and so I thought well I'm not gonna sit here all day you know longer I sit the worse this is gonna get so I went ahead got over there I stood up and the minute he snapped that rope into my belt, something in me said, <laughs> you shouldn't be here. You really shouldn't be here. And, and I remember he said to me, okay, lean back. And let me tell you something, when you're standing over 100 feet over a cliff and the wind's blowing through your helmet, lean back is what every cell in your body does not want to do. And I remember looking at him, and I, I just said this. I, I, some of you are grown up now that were kids back then. I just said, you're nuts. That's exactly what I said. He said, no, go ahead, lean back. Everything's good. He said, you know, your rope's good, your carbiner's good, all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. And I looked down at that bracket standing between me and falling 100 feet, and it was held down by one big lag bolt that this throwback from the LSD days, put in himself. And I remember one of the smart out kid goes, trust God, preacher. <laughs> I wanted to unclip and kill that kid. Send him off without a rope. But I got to tell you, I got, and, and I really did, I, I, I mean, the kid was being a smart out, but I was trying to process this spiritually. I was saying, okay, Lord, now, all right, please take care of me. But then I got thinking, what if the Lord's up there going, what are you doing that for? You know, and, and I'm a big believer that God created the, the whole universe in, in, in six 24-hour days. I know he's able, but I'm wondering if he's sitting there watching me going, hey, if you're going to do that, you're on your own, man. <laughs> and I remember standing up there and, and the longer it went the worse it got so finally at one point I just said okay I'm coming home Lord 
I leaned back and, you know, once I felt it would hold me and I got over that ledge and everything, it was all great and all that. But, you know, a lot of times that's how it goes. We get into a situation where we know God is able, but we're just wondering, is he willing? And I think that's when we lose sight of the promises of the word of God. I think of Israel in the wilderness. I mean, a lot of times people think, well, if I just saw the, if God would just show me a big miracle, I'd believe more. Folks, the Jews saw God part the Red Sea. They walked by on dry land. They got on the other side. The Egyptians came in and, and God just collapsed the whole thing on them like, like Moses had a remote. And when they got out there and they lacked water and, and they didn't, they couldn't, they couldn't know, they, they couldn't see where they were going to get their food. And, and they concluded, Moses, you and God just sort of conspired to bring us out here so we could, we could die in the wilderness. That's why God did all that. Now, you know, we look at them and we say, how foolish. But I got to tell you, I've done essentially the same thing with the Lord. And when I consider how good God's track record is to me in the past, I'm more amazed that I could doubt than that I could believe he can get me through another tough situation. Isn't God good? And, and, and let me say this this morning. Maybe this just sounds so bonehead simple and almost juvenile, but folks, he loves you. He really does. You say, but man, I did all these stupid. He knows you're stupid. <laughs> Anybody here that think that God doesn't know what our weaknesses are? And, and our shortcomings and our, our limitations and, and, and frankly, our, our ignorance and sometimes even to the point of stupidity. But the Bible says we're complete in Jesus Christ, not in ourselves, but in him. We're accepted in the beloved, not in ourselves, but in him. You know, all this uh, modern Christian psychology, it, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't promote the confidence that, that, it, that it aims to promote. All this business about, you know, you're, you're just so important and, and the importance of, you know, self-esteem and self-love and self all these self-hyphenated names. By the way, the only self-hyphenated uh, phrase in the New Testament is we're to esteem others better than ourselves but all this bravado about you know you're just oh you're you're really you're really great turning us into trophy christians kind of like the expression trophy kids have been told they've done everything great their whole lives and you know and, and now they now they can't come to work anymore unless they get get made you know employee of the month you're important because god loves you we want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled Keeping Focus by Pastor Rick DeMichael. As we heard in today's message, Pastor DeMichael said, Why do we think that God can handle some of the cares but not others? We need to let God handle all of them and keep our focus on Christ. If you're listening here today and you are not saved or unsure about your salvation and you want to be with Christ up in heaven one day and experience the magnificence of God himself, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church at 208-888-4545. That's 208-888-4545. 
As mentioned at the beginning of this broadcast, if you would like to hear this or any other message from Treasure Valley Baptist Church, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org for more information. We also invite you to join our live streams on Facebook and YouTube for weekly encouraging messages. And if you just so happen to be in the area, we have a bookstore that is open to the public on Tuesdays from 10.30 to 4.30 and Wednesdays from 8.30 to 4.30. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us for our weekly services. They begin with Sunday school at 9.30 a.m., followed by the morning service at 10.45, a Sunday evening service at 5.45 p.m., and our midweek service on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Our services have nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and even college age groups. Thank you for listening to Treasures of Truth, a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and may God bless you in the coming weeks and days ahead.